ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 43. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Job. Jay, how you doing here this evening? I'm doing good. Excited to talk about what we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, man. We got some good stuff to talk about here today. So, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. All right, let's get started. Um... Uh, first up on the agenda, it seems like it seems like this has been like a running theme this season so far. Since the last time we did the show, we had another no-hitter that took place. But this time it was a combined no-hitter by the Chicago Cubs. I think it was about like said, about, about two weeks ago since the last time we um we did the show. Um it was Zach Davies, Ryan Tapera, and Andrew Caffin. Um oh and um Craig Kimball um all combined for a no-hitter. It's the seventh no hitter this season, um, eighth if you still count if you count the um, Bumgarner one, and said so this is the most um, since July in the history of baseball, and this is the 15th combined no hitter in the history of baseball. So, like I said, a running theme this season, another no hitter, man. I, how how you feeling about this one? I mean, we are witnessing history. We are. We are definitely written history, history, Alex, and it's and it's just crazy. With all these no hitters, it's not like your average, you know, your household names like your Scherzer, your Bumgarner, or Bumgarner. He did throw one, but your, you know, your Scherzers, your um, Degrom, you know, the big name people that you would think that would be doing it. These are people like we never, like these guys, I never even heard of these guys. All the guys that have thrown no hitters. These are uh, guys that you never really have heard of. They're not necessarily household names that are doing this, which is making it even more more impressive. Yeah, and I'm still waiting to see if uh, we get Otani to uh, to throw a no hitter. Yeah, I mean he's he's on a roll right now. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me before the year was out that he, he ended up throwing one. It would not shock me at all. But yeah, man, like I say, we're definitely before the season's out. If it's not him, somebody else is going to throw one before. The years I can I can guarantee you that. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the number ends up being by the mm-hmm. end of the regular season. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. All right. Um, next topic. Um, let me see. Uh, one Kyle Schwarber um is out with injury, a hamstring injury. He um rounded the bases the other day. He injured his um hamstring, and they say he's going to be out. For for a significant amount of time. And Kyle, he's been one of the hottest hitters in the game. I mean, the month of June he had was unbelievable. I mean, he was every every night you turned around, this man was hitting a home run. But unfortunately, he is on the injured list. And he's gonna, they didn't say how long he's going to be out for, but he's going to be out for a while, they said. But um, any thoughts on that? You think it's kind of interesting how players this season and – I'm going to include basketball with this because they kind of go inside with it. But people that are having like really good seasons or, you know, some really good stretch runs, next thing you know, they get hurt. Yeah. That's that's kind of become a, yeah. It is. I mean, mean, we we talked about uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting hurt Mm -hmm. after he went on like a string of, you know, having a really good season. He's, what, uh, he's, Kind of, sort of MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if if uh, Vlad Junior. If, if I don't know if he's he hasn't been hurt. 
I don't no, want to put, I I know, put that on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock on wood. Don't know what it takes that. We say that the next thing you know, you turn around with an injury, but he's he's remained healthy this season. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of crazy, like how people who have been going on like some really good runs or really good stretches in the season, this thing you know they're getting hurt some some kind of way. They're hurt. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of weird. A- it is. It really is. And unfortunately, and a lot of the big name stars, too. Like I said, we've seen it in the NBA. We've seen it across baseball. It seems like the big name stars, people that are, like I said, having a lot of success. Next thing you know, they're injured. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's very it's unfortunate. Make, yeah, it's not making sense. But, but remember, these athletes of today are supposed to be the best conditioned athletes mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With all the technology and all the different, you know, medicines and treatments and different stuff that you have out there today, you know, they're supposed to be the best of the best when it comes to health and everything and the resources that they have available to them. But it seems like you're seeing way more injuries than we saw back in the day when we saw um, a lot of these athletes all, all across sport, not not just um not just baseball. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's really weird. But I mean. You know, to kind of combat all that, all they got to do is just rub some cream on it. <laughs> there, you, there you go. That famous clear cream. Rub a little cream on it and you're good to go. <laughs> it, it works wonders for you. It, it does. You be a whole new person. Just rub a little cream on it and you're good to go. You're a whole new man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but we wish him well and hopefully he comes back soon because he, he was killing him. Man, he was doing very good. But um, anything else on that? That or um, the no hitters? Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Um, so we got the All Star Game. The All Star Game will be taking place one week from the day next Tuesday in um, Colorado at the Rocky Stadium. Um, they announced the starters and um, the whole team. The guys, other guys are gonna end up uh, making the team. Uh, we got in here, we got Freddie Freeman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., he's a starter. Obviously, Fernando Tatis Jr., he's a starter. Uh, Shohei Otami, the first person in MLB history to make it at both as a pitcher and as a position player. Um, that's unbelievable. That's that's history. Like I say, the whole history of Major League Baseball for him to be the first person to do that. Because I believe when Babe Ruth was doing it, I don't think they had the all-star game. From what I was hearing, they didn't have the all-star game. But, um... Some of the nationals, like Kyle Schwarber, he made it. Um, Juan Soto, Trey Turner. Um, some of the other guys, uh, Chris Bryant, uh, Jacob DeGrom, uh, Mookie Betts, uh, Brian Reynolds. Um, so, yeah, the all-star selections are in. Um, any thoughts on that? Is I mean, you know what? It's been a long time since I watched the all-star game, but I don't know. I might check this one out. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just because I don't know, I just have like a feeling like something is gonna happen in a good way mm-hmm. that I would want to witness. So, yeah, I might check it out. Yeah, that's next. Like I said, next Tuesday and then next Monday you got the home run derby. Um, so far they've got Shohei Otani is gonna be in it, Peter Alonso, Trevor Story, uh, Trey Mancini, uh, Salvador Perez from the Royals, and just announced uh, Matt Olson from the um, Oakland Athletics. They'll be in the home run derby. But um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Shohei Itani, he's got that one locked, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, since there's no there's no Vlad. No. There's no, no Fernando Tatis. Tatis. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what, what's the what's the dude's name? I think he played for the, the Brewers. Or what's his name? Uh, 
I can't I can't remember his name right now. But he, oh. he kinda had a great season last year. We talked about oh, quite a bit. Oh about yeah, um what's the guy's name? I know we, I know who you're talking about. I can't I can't think of his name. Um Christian something, I can't think of his name. Wait, wait a minute, no. Um uh, no who I'm thinking of, I think he played for the Dodgers. Uh was it Billings? Oh, Cody Bellinger? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Cody Bellinger, yeah. Yeah. Him. There's no him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hmm. Maybe maybe this is being set up for uh Otani to kind of maybe maybe show so. out. Because even um people wanted um Kyle Schwarber to be in it too before he got hurt, but he said even before he got injured, he said he wasn't gonna gonna do it. So yeah, maybe the option ended up to show hey, to ultimately win it. So just imagine if he he would be because I feel like this could be like a set up in a good way for it to be his weekend. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, they definitely setting things up for him. That's it. He's 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 amazing. What what he's doing? I mean, it's unbelievable. It's except since Babe Ruth, we really haven't seen anybody doing what he's doing. And we and we didn't see Babe Ruth. And we didn't we didn't we didn't, we didn't see Babe Ruth. Like, so in our lifetime, we haven't seen anybody doing something like what Shohei is doing. Exactly. I mean, the only thing we saw was Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson playing baseball and football. So. Mm-hmm. 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 That's that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, so that, was, that was the closest thing we saw. And it's amazing. They were like doing some comparison, like through um him and uh, pairing him and the babe uh, through seventy seven games. And looking at their ERAs, like Shohei's ERA was two point fifty eight, and then um, Babe's was three point five six. Um, hitting um, Babe batted three fifteen. He was two. Uh, Shohei was two seventy seven. Shohei had more home runs, uh, twenty five to Babe's fifteen. So just mm-hmm. interesting comparing those two um, stat wise. But yeah, that's the only person you can really compare them to. Like I said, nobody else has done this. Nobody. Nope. And that's that's kind of crazy, and and how long? Like I say that that you know time frame. That's a long time. That was it. Like I said, the, the stats that they're comparing him to is from Babe Ruth from in nineteen nineteen. <laughs> so that tells you everything you need to know right there. <laughs> that's that's over a hundred. What was it? One hundred and two years. Yes. Yes. Jesus. That's 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 un that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's saying this, this 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 young man is special. If he if as long as, long as he stays healthy. He's, he's, he's gonna be something, man. He he really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anything else on the All Star game? Anything else? Uh, you know, I'm 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 really interested to see how MLB might take some shots at uh Atlanta. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's 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 gonna be interesting. Just to see if they do that mm-hmm. or whatnot. But but no, I mean, but that's that's pretty much it. Like I say, I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be an an exciting game. Oh, this yeah. season. This season feels, you know, like there's a lot of excitement going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's been a while with baseball that is has been excitement like that. So that that's always a great thing. Mm-hmm. So like I said, you got guys like what Shohei's doing, Fernando Tatis, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You're seeing some of these guys kind of, you know, the future of the game you're seeing a lot of that. And then the stuff with the no-hitters and stuff as well. So it's been a very... Interesting season and then a fun season. I, like I said, the games that I've gotten a chance to watch, I've actually enjoyed a lot of the games I've got to see this year. Yeah. Now, real quick, they were talking about some of the uh, snubs from the All Star game. Um, they were talking today. Max Scherzer, he didn't make it. 
Uh, Manny Machado, who's been having a good season, didn't make it. And one Mr. Mr. Bryce Harper hasn't made it. Now, since he's been in Philly, he has yet to make an All-Star game. When he was here, he was making an All-Star game on a regular basis. Since he's been to Philly, and he's been able to be himself, he hasn't made not a single All-Star game. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, how's that working out for him? Um, exactly. <laughs> I, well, 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 let me ask you this. Based off of the season overall so far up to this point that Max is having, do you, do you think he... He deserves it this year, or is it just okay? It's just like a, it's one of those years where, all right, he didn't make the All Star game. I mean, you look at his numbers. I mean, his ERA is two point ten. He's got a seven and four record. I mean, he's having. He's having, that's one of the best ERAs I've seen him have, and I think I think he should be on there. I, most most definitely, most definitely, I think he should be on there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all because you know, and then we talk about all star in general here. Mm-hmm. With, with what I'm about to say, you know, certain guys every year they don't always necessarily need to be on the all star team, True. but but with the fact that he is one of the elite pitchers, you would think, like, okay. And, it, as long as he has, you know, like you say, a seven and four record, his ERA is good. He should be on the, on, you know, at least making a All Star team. Oh, absolutely. But it's not like, oh well, he he didn't make it. Oh, okay, you know, I I don't think like this year is not necessarily a big deal for him, especially with what we, or at least what I think is being a show Shohei Atani, um, you know. Here I am, statement type mm-hmm. of a thing. So, mm-hmm. him, so Max not being there is like okay. Well, it's not too bad because if what I feel like is gonna happen, like I say, this is gonna be his star making moment. Yeah, that's very true. Like I said, Max is gonna be good regardless. But it seems like I said, Shohei. It seems it seems like it seems like it's, it's his time right now. It's, it's his it's his ball game right now. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, do you want Max there? Of course you want him there. You want to see him pitch an inning or whatnot? Yeah, of course. But it's like, eh. I'm pretty sure he'll be there. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just like, okay, I get the the rest and and enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Very true. Very true. Um, Yeah, so anything else on that? Anything else on the All-Star game or anything else? Oh, that's pretty much it. All right, so let's get into one of our main topics. Um, today we're going to be talking about one Mr. Roberto Clemente. Uh, let's see, he made his MLB debut April seventeenth in nineteen fifty-five for the Pittsburgh Pirates and played his last game um for them October third, nineteen seventy-two. So he spent his whole career with the Pirates. He had a career batting average of. 317, 3,000 hits, 240 home runs, 1,305 runs batted in. He made 15 All-Star appearances, a two-time World Series champion, was a National League MVP in 1966, was the World Series MVP in 1971, 12-time Gold Glove winner, four-time National League batting champion, and then the Pirates retired his number number 
number 21. And of course, we know, him, like I said, he joined the United States Marine, Marine Corps. Uh, he did a lot of charitable work as well. And yeah, one of the all-time great baseball players. Uh, thoughts on Mr. Roberto Clemente and his career? Well, I mean, he he was, you know, one of those players. And like I say, what we talked about, and the reason why I wanted to do this episode is the fact that when he's talked about, it's rarely about him as a baseball player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's always a fact of, you know, he died in a plane crash. No, oh, yeah, whatnot. exactly. And... I mean, with all the stuff that he did, the fact that he played 18 seasons mm-hmm. and he was a 15 time All Star, mm-hmm. that that that's all with one team too. He's all yeah, team. He, all with one. I mean, Pittsburgh. well, you know, back then, I mean, it was rare that people was jumping from team to team. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but he he had a great career, mm-hmm. um, and then of course all the charity work that he was doing mm-hmm. in the off seasons, mm-hmm. and you know the award that they have that honors him, you know, the Roberto yeah. Clemente Award mm-hmm. um, and everything. And then also, too, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to bring it up later, but I'm just kind of jumping to it now. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah, go, go for uh, The fact that he is the reason why baseball kind of made some changes to, you know, people getting inducted to the Hall of Fame if, you know, they pass away, like they're eligible after six months after they they passed mm-hmm. away, and it's because yeah. of him. With him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's one of those players. Like, if people go back and watch, you like, dang, like he. I'm pretty sure he would have fit in this era, or even you know that '90s era that we grew up watching. He would have oh, fit abso- perfect. Oh, ab- oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And everything. It's just like he's one of those players. Like, you just don't hear too much about. Even though he should be talked about more, I would almost argue that he should be talked about just as much as Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. because of what he did as far as a um, from a you know bringing helping kind of influx more of the Latin you know mm-hmm. players into the game. He, mm-hmm. He's he's like one of the reasons why, you know. So. From from that standpoint, you know he should be looked at on the same regard of a Jackie Robinson to some degree. Yeah, like that. yeah, but, he definitely should. But yeah, he he's always like I say, learning about him as a kid or whatnot, and and everything. Like I say, that's all they want to talk about was oh, well, you know, well, he was a baseball player, he died in a plane crash. Okay, well. What was his, you know, what kind of player was he? What was his stats? This, that, mm-hmm. and the other. Mm-hmm. I rarely heard. I had to do my, I had to do my own research about this man. Which yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like with Jackie kind of, Robinson, you got to do your own research to find out, you know, how they were as a player. And and, that, and that's so sad. It's so yeah. sad. And you would think like, okay, yeah, they still, of course, I mean, every year, you know, they honor forty-two, which should be done, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't really. I mean, yeah, they named the award after Roberto Clemente, but he doesn't get, you know, the same type of recognition, or at least there's no type of honor for him. 
or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I just feel I like I say me personally, I feel like he deserves that. Mm-hmm. He does. But he did for the game of baseball and and also helping that influx of you know Latin you know the Latin people. American market. Yeah, exactly. He helped kind of influx. I mean, it's kind of crazy to say this, but I mean, if if a certain uh, former dictator who's now deceased if he would have actually stuck with baseball who knows maybe he would have helped influx that but that would have been crazy and i'm talking about fidel castro mm-hmm. damn they played for the yankees but that's a, that's, that's a but but yeah i mean like i say he he, he kind of deserves that type of honor and then when you look at the players who've come along like over the years or whatnot that you know that was a part of that you know influx I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of them that were of a certain age, they grew up probably watching him play. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. And then also, too, I mean, him going to, like, those different countries or whatnot, you know, helping with charity, that probably influenced some of those young kids to eventually grow up to, like, you know, they were like, oh, I want to be like Roberto Clemente. I want to play baseball, and you know, and everything like that. So, like I say, from that standpoint, is the reason why I feel like he needs to be talked about and honored a little bit more than what he's even mentioned. And even today, they don't even really talk about it. No, they really yeah. don't. They talk about a variety of different, like the old school players, but he's one of those names that you really don't hear a lot. Like I said, doing like the research and stuff, you know, getting ready for the show. I mean, you find out some fascinating stuff, like I say, about his, you know, you know, charitable work and you know, his playing career, you know, different stuff. And it's just like, why are they talking more about this stuff? Why, like I said, like the same thing we saying with Jackie Robinson, why are they doing more conversations about you know guys like this? Not just you know, oh, he died in a plane crash, oh, he broke the color barrier. You know, these guys are so much more than that. They deserve more than that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I can't even really think of why they don't do that, especially with the fact that this sport being as is old as it is and you would think they would kind of use their history to i guess educate the newer generations mm-hmm. but they don't really and you could almost argue that with all of sports in a way but the reason why i say baseball because it is the oldest american sport the reason why it's called america's pastime because it's over 200 freaking years old mm-hmm. it is <laughs> so yeah i don't know maybe that's just me i would i would be like okay from a marketing standpoint to kind of i mean they do do that somewhere in the nba like with the commercials where especially like with the finals coming up you know with them with a like super cut like people passing the ball and as they pass it, it goes from like one era to another era, you know, and everything. So in a way, it to some weird degree, yeah, that's them kind of showing the history of the sport. So I do I give the NBA that, but even with the NBA, they don't really unless it's what I want to say, unless it kind of serves a purpose to right now, but other than that, it's like well, the past is in the past. All we focus on right now is the current. But sometimes you got to know where you came from to know where you're going. Going. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely, absolutely. People that helped you know pave the way for where you know the game stuff is today. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I mean, just think about it. The man played his entire career with them, and which I didn't even know that he played. He started in 1955. I didn't even know that. 
Mm-hmm. So seeing that, I was like, oh, wow. And I mean, he wins the World Series MVP the year before he dies. Which I is, know. I know, right? That's, 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 un- that's unbelievable when you think about it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and and you re- you really don't even see the pirates like you know honor him that much. Not saying I don't, I'm not sure if they do. I mean, I don't live in Pittsburgh, so I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't follow them that closely either. But you would think if anybody would, you think they would be showcasing him more. You would think so. I mean, he played his whole career there. Exactly. I mean, because I mean, just talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates for a second, I think. And I don't know, maybe maybe you agree with this, but I would say he's what top five pirates of all time. Oh, definitely, without without question. I mean, him, Very Willie, Stargell, well, yeah, that, that yeah, that that uh that that Bonds guy, you know, mm-hmm. even though he didn't play his whole career with them, but still, but still, uh, yeah, um. Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon, yeah. And then after that, it's kind of a pick me, really. Pretty boy, yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pick, pick, pick whoever you want after, after that, after those, after those guys. Yeah. So shoot, but but definitely top five, top three, even if you oh, want to go oh, Easily, easily. No, 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 no debate about that one. So, yeah, he just, I say, he's always been like a transcendent. I, I at least for me, I felt like he was a transcendent player to where. He, because even like I say, just learning about him at a young age and everything that I knew about Jackie Robinson, I was kind of in the same, I was kind of in the boat of why isn't he talked about just as much as him when, I mean, like I say, even though I am a black man and like, yes, I should lean more towards Jackie Robinson per se, Mm -hmm. but just from a standpoint of what both men meant to the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. And everything, I feel like they both, to some degree, should be on an equal level. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. both men, men of color, that you know, transcended, transcended the game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they 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 took the sport over, and I mean, they they just you know showed out. Mm-hmm. But, they, but you don't talk about them as players. It's like you for, forget that they're players because the only things that are talked about, one is in regards to, oh, he broke the color barrier. The other is, oh, he died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's just it. Like, they, they didn't do it. Like, nothing else happened throughout the entire life, the entire career. Just those two moments. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. I've, I've never understood that. Yeah, I've never understood that either. And they said he was a very good defensive player. They said he was known for his sliding grabs in right field. He made very few errors in the outfield as well. So he was a good, you know, defensive player as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a gold glove winner. I mean, gold shoot. glove winner, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just don't get that award to know anybody. No, oh, no, 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 no. And I just, just passing those out just, just, you know, just for the heck of it. <laughs> yeah, they'll just give that award to know anybody. I mean, no, no, not, not at all. No, you, you, you got to earn those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like I said, he, he's a very fast... I, like I said, I enjoyed researching and, you know, finding out, you know, stuff about him that I knew, stuff about him that I didn't know. So, you know, this was a very good, you know, good good person to pick to highlight here on the Grand Slam podcast. Yeah, and, and another thing, too, uh, about him. I, you know, kind of going back to the whole thing about just about him, 
mm-hmm. is that I'm surprised there's really never been a movie made about him. Mm. Yeah. You know, so, because I mean, we, I mean, of course, you know, 42, you know, mm-hmm. where Chadwick Boseman played Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. but there's been like different movies or whatnot that's made reference to Jackie Robinson. But mm-hmm. with Roberto Clemente, I mean, not even a movie. I mean, yeah, there's been like books and 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 stuff like that. Uh, I believe some documentaries. I want to say they did documentaries stuff. I'm sure they probably did. Yeah, like in the seventies, and I think like either seventies or some between the seventies, eighties, or nineties. I think there was like a documentary or whatnot. But there's never been a movie about him. And it's like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool, like to, to have a movie about him or whatnot. Cause like I said, I just, I'm, I'm, I've always been under guys like he he deserves it. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, now, you know, you being a big, you know, movie person, you are. If they got somebody, if they did a movie on him, who would you think would be a good person to play him? Well, that's. Hmm. I mean, if if they did a movie like now, it would have to be an unknown. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think they could get somebody that's like a known. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even when Chad, see, the crazy thing about when Chad with Bozeman, R.I.P. to him, mm-hmm. but. When he played Jackie Robinson, I, he was kind of, sort of, an unknown still. Yeah, I wasn't totally familiar time. with him at the time when I just remember seeing that movie. Because I'm, I'm, st- I'm still amazed at the fact that he plays, he's played Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it, that's, that's 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 some combination right there. That's that's, that's some wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So. And which is kind of crazy. You, you rarely get someone who you might play. And if you have a like a career or whatnot, and you do a biopic, you might the most play two, but he played three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, three very different, you know, high profile people, mm-hmm. um, or whatnot, but. As far as Roberto, Roberto Clemente, yeah, that's kind that's kind of a hard one. Um, I think if, if if they were younger, the the first person that's coming to mind is even though he's he's not really the same, um, he doesn't have the same background of Roberto Clemente, but I could have seen probably Benicio del Toro. Playing when he was younger. Younger, okay, okay. Or hell, even Jeffrey Wright, because I mean, mm. you know, watching him in Shaft, you couldn't tell me that he wasn't Puerto Rican. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good so, choices right there. I like, I like both of those. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you could not tell no. me that he's not Puerto Rican <laughs> in that movie. Like he's black. Like what? Like what? Like wow. <laughs> and the fact that they even played in the movie together. Um, what's the uh the artist's name? Um, I think it's uh is it Michael Bisquit or how do we pronounce his last name? The 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 painter or uh, because uh, uh Jeffrey Wright played him in that movie and Benicio del Toro was in it as one of his friends in that movie, so they was in the movie together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, like those are two names that kind of come to mind. Or whatnot. Like I say, when they were younger, not now, of course. Not now, over here, not now, not now. So, but as of right now, I think if they did do a movie about him, it would have to be an unknown actor, you know, somebody that's on the come up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. But yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they really didn't do a movie about him. That, that, that would have been, been a good one. I would yeah. definitely gone to see that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he has an interesting life. I mean, but think about it. He comes into Major League Baseball. Well, he went to the well, he was in the minors in '54, but he gets to, to the Major Leagues a year later in '55. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he's probably getting the best reception from a certain sector of the fan base. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure of that. I can guarantee you that. You know, so. He probably had to deal with his fair share of racism too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he. I'm sure he dealt with quite a bit of that. I'm positive of that. So, like I said, I'm pretty sure he. There, there's a, there's a story there, and mm-hmm. I hasn't been told like on the big screen or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, very fascinating man, um, Mr. Uh, Roberto Clemente. Um, anything else on him? Anything else? Um, now, okay, so the Roberto Clemente Award. Mm-hmm. I was reading up a little bit about it, and mm-hmm. it basically, you know, it spots like people who, you know, about you know, like charity and Charitable stuff like. Work and stuff, basically, yeah. you know what he was doing in his in his life and mm-hmm. everything, and. Because what's, what's interesting about it is that uh, the MLB, they named, you know, they came up with the award since uh, 1971. So actually the award came into place before he actually passed away. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then the, it was uh, the name, let's see. Yeah. The Roberto Clemente Award named the Commissioner's Award in 1971 and 72. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. Yeah. But then every year, to a player with outstanding baseball playing skills who is personally involved in community work. Mm-hmm. A trophy and a donation check for a charity of a player's choice is presented annually at the World Series. A panel of three makes the final determination of an award recipient from an annual list of selected players. Oh, nice. So, Very yeah. cool. Very so, cool. Yeah. And lo and behold, the first person to win it was uh, Willie Mays. Well, you look at that. Say hey kid. Mm-hmm. I know. And Cal Whipkin, Cal Whipkin won it. And Cal Whipkin won it. Tony Gwynn won it. Look at some of the names here, different people that have won it. Barry Larkin, Ozzy uh, Smith won it, Kirby Puckett. Hmm. All Hall of Famers. All Hall of Famers. Jeter won it. Albert Pujols won it. Big Poppy won it in 2011. Hmm. And Jim McCutcheon won it in 2015. There you go. Nice. Very cool. Very, very cool. The name J. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. But yeah, very fascinating man, Mr. Um, Roberto Clemente. Like I said, definitely, you know, if you don't know much about him, definitely look him up. He is somebody definitely worth worth learning about. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else on him? Um, no, that's pretty much it. All right, cool, cool. That's all I got on him. And as we wrap up here, as we always do, uh, the current standings in Major League Baseball. Let's start off with your American League East. Uh, we got the Red Sox on top of the division at 54 and 32, followed by the Rays at 49 and 36, Blue Jays at 43 and 39, Yankees at 42 and 41, 
and the O's at the bottom at 27 and 57. Uh, thoughts on the AL East? Well, Cal Ripken's not walking through that door. No, but, he's um, not Cal. No, he's definitely not, unfortunately. I mean, right. I mean, the Red Sox is they they kind of hit their stride here yes, before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Um, the so Yankees have, Ooh. yeah, the Yankees they kind of tapered off. They they mm-hmm. kind of fallen off. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now that I mean, this is the Red Sox division unless some catastrophic thing happened after the All Star break. Yeah, unless they go on a slump or something after the All-Star break. That's that's their division for the taking. They, they got that one lock, it seems like. Now over to the AL Central. We got the White Sox on top at 49 and 35, followed by the Indians at 42 and 40, Tigers 39 and 46, Twins 35 and 48, and then the Royals at 35 and 49. Thoughts on the Central? Uh, George Brett is not walking through that door. No, um, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, look like the South Side of Chicago. You know, they they kind of showing out right now. Because mm-hmm. uh, remember, okay, when we did the episode uh, last time, it was a little bit closer between the White Sox and the Indians. Now the mm-hmm. Indians have kind of fallen off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, the end is kind of falling off, and now I mean the White Sox—they kind of taking the division head on. But that's always been like a division. That's always been like a two-team race or whatnot. It all, yeah, it's, it's all. It always has been with that division. It's always been like a two-team two race with that division. Like I said, the Indians or the White Sox, and everybody else just kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of just been there. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's always it's always weird how that 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 division works, and um, it's made. Amazing that um, Tony La Russa is over there. Because a lot of people saying when they hired him, they said, oh, you know, he was, you know, just old school and the younger players wouldn't, you know, adapt to him. Well, cl- well clearly now that's not the case. The man knows baseball. Exactly. Exactly. He's been around for a long time with Oakland and the Cardinals. He knows the game, so. Exactly. He knows uh, you, would you say that he's the baseball equivalent to uh, Bill Parcells? He's definitely up there. You, 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 can, you, can, you can say that. I mean, like I said, he's been around for a long time. He's had a lot of success everywhere he's been. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. So. All right. On to the AL West. We got the uh, Seton Houston Astros at <laughs> 52-33 on top of the division. Uh, followed by the Athletics at 49-37. and 37. Uh, Mariners forty-five and forty, Angels forty-two and forty-two, and then the Rangers at thirty-three and fifty-two. Well, A Rod not walking through that door. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the cheaters are in first place. So, mm-hmm. I mean, eh, yeah, I mean they 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 in first place, okay, but who knows? I still say the athletes might. Take a run at them after the All Star Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shall see. They'll make that. They'll make that run after the break. Try to try to capture the division. All right, over to the National League, the NL East. Still got the Mets on top at forty four and thirty seven. You got my Nationals at forty one and forty two. 
got the Braves 41 and 43, Phillies 40 and 42, and the Marlins at 36 and 47. Thoughts on the NL East? Um, Gary Sheffield's not walking through that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm I'm still amazed that the Mets are in first place. Same, same, I, same. I'm, I'm like, wow, all the teams there. I'm just unbelievable about the Mets. Uh, I, I I guess it's I, I guess it's their year. I mean, it, it's funny the Yankees have kind of fallen off, and the Mets have said, it. "This is our time." This is our time. Yeah, we taking over New York. Yes. <laughs> this is our time. Who would have thought? Um, but I mean, right now they look like you know they just kind of keep it consistent for the rest of the season. That's their division in a way. Yeah, yeah. As long as they stay healthy and actually come back strong after the All Star break uh, next week, they they got the division. Yeah. And um, Degrom, he's he's been pitching pitching so good. He's got like the, like the lowest ERA. I mean, he's been unbelievable this season for them. So that, maybe that's why. But still. Man, who, who would have thought the Mets? But then again, you, you you never know. The Nationals, you know, they have this thing of where it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, and they've been playing a lot better baseball as of late. They beat the Padres last night, and they've been playing a lot better. So you, you, so, never, you never know. Yeah, so it'll be they only, they only, only four games back. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what, what happens after the like After All Star, All Star, right? Because like, sometimes it's not always like how you start; it's how, it's how you finish, like you said. Now over to the NL Central, we got the Brewers on top at fifty-one and thirty-five, followed by the Reds at forty-four and forty, Cubs at forty-two and forty-three, uh, Cardinals at forty-two and forty-four, and then the Pirates are thirty-one and fifty-three. What's on this division? Well, Willie Stardrain working through that door. No, um... no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, the Brewers, I mean, who would have thought? I mean, they're having a really good season. So They are. They're playing some yeah. good baseball. So, I mean, the Reds are six games back, but I, th- I think the Brewers, I think they're locking this division down. So Yeah, it looks, looks like it's their division for the taking. Now, over to the NL West. We got the Giants on top at 53-31. and 31. We got the Dodgers at 53-32. and 32. Padres at 50 and 37. Got the Rockies at uh, 37 and 48. And then the Diamondbacks at 23 and 63. Ouch. Uh, those um, were that division. Andres Galarraga is not walking through that door. But, yeah, uh, or Randy Johnson. He played for the show. Randy Johnson. He's not coming to Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yet a giant. They, okay. That's a half of game that they're and the the Dodgers, I'm gonna say the Giants. The Dodgers, I mean, they they've gone on a, a, a win streak. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the Dodgers, maybe they're kind of learning from. Maybe we need to pace ourselves and not just kind of front run mm-hmm. so much. So they hitting their stride like at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. You know. Because normally when we, you know, we've been doing the show the past few years, they've been like running away with the division, mm-hmm. and they hasn't, you know, obviously they won the World Series last year. But other than that, they would, you know, getting all these big wins and wasn't really doing anything until last year. But now they say that, like, you know, slow, slow and steady, kind of taking it easy. And like I said, they're nine and one in their last ten games. So, so 
I don't know. It, it could be interesting to see like how that race comes down and who might take it because both teams are, are, are really good this year. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be kind of a toss up to see who comes out as the lead. I mean, of course, both teams will make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but especially with how the new you know structure is, you know, mm. or whatnot. But be interesting to see. I'm pretty sure that that's gonna be a dog fight till the end of the season of who's mm-hmm. gonna be in mm-hmm. first. And you know what? I said they only four and a half games back. I wouldn't count the Padres out because they've been playing some good ball, ball too. They, I'd still keep them in the mix. Like you said, you got Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado over there. They've been playing some good ball. I'd say if the if the Giants or Dodgers they slip in and then the Padres start to get hot after the All Star break, I'd throw them in the mix too. I, I, I think they definitely got a shot. Yeah, no, that no, you're definitely right about that. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe because they changed their uniforms a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, every time I've seen them, they they said they're having a lot of fun over there and they got they got something special going on over there in um San Diego. That's crazy. All three teams are are California teams. It's, it's exactly. All California teams. That, that's that's unbelievable. All um, separated by I think like five hours of each other. Exactly. Exactly. So. San Francisco, LA, and San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because real quick aside, I remember when when I went out there, you know, when me and Keto went out there for um for um the um, Cow Palace show of uh, New Japan, New Japan or whatnot, and it's like, yeah, I wonder how. Okay, I'm like, wonder how far um LA is from from San Fran. I look at, I'm like, five hours. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, uh, no. Like, no, thank you. Traveling no five hours to go to LA. No, keep that. No, 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 no. That's, that's not worth it. Not oh, worth shoot. it Oakland just separated by a bridge. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's five wild. Hours. Like, what? Like five hours. Five hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, 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 <laughs> crazy, crazy. <laughs> but that's all I got, man. Anything else? Anything else for a rapper pit tonight? No, no, that was it. Uh, I mean, another great show, uh, like always. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, anything you want to plug, sir, before we get about it here? Uh, yes, so we're in the month of July now. Um, So over on Movie Talk, uh, I got this. I, I dubbed this month Wild July because movies and whatnot. So... The episode that's currently up right now uh, is episode 210, where I reviewed the Amazon movie, uh, The Tomorrow War, that starred Chris Pratt or whatnot. I actually got to see that early, like a month ago. And so I've been sitting on that episode for a month and I just uploaded it or whatnot. So that was that. Episode 211 will be uploaded on Thursday, which will be after this. Well, before this episode gets uploaded. So it'll already be up. Which is uh, where me and uh, Jeff from Jeff vs. World Podcast, we review the movie um, True Romance, which starred literally everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's a crazy movie because it's, it was written by Quentin Tarantino, but it was directed by Tony Scott. Tony Scott is the only person to direct a actual Quentin Tarantino screenplay um or whatnot and then because what's crazy about it because i'm already like a few weeks in advance so um 
we already recorded episode 212. We're talking about The Last Boy Scout, which will come out next week or whatnot. And then I'm doing Natural Born Killers, which is the other Tarantino movie, well, script that Oliver Stone just looked at and said, yeah, I'm just going to do my own little thing and basically said, all right, screw the script and I'm going to just go off on my own weird tangent or whatnot. <laughs> and it's the reason why nobody else ever directed a Tarantino script is because of that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're closing out the month uh, talking about The Shining. So, oh, cool. Yeah, that, that's that's July. And like I said, I'm already like weeks in advance. So, shoot, I might be recording August episodes before July is out. Hey, there you go. You're ahead of the game, man. You're ahead of the game. Yeah, right now I am. So we'll <laughs> very cool, very cool. As far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan23. Uh, my old page is finally working again. I changed the name. It's at the Moneymaker315. If you want to follow that page as well, you can follow that one. Um, check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything is up on there, blog, products, you name it. Everything is up on the website. So hopefully have a new article out by the end of this week. I'm doing an article on the history of the Intercontinental title for all my wrestling fans out there. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And um, Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, and that's it for me. Um, Jay, any last words to close out this episode? Um, just watch out for those highballs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, just uh, like I said, if you don't know anything about Roberto Clemente, definitely research him and enjoy the All Star Game next Tuesday. It should be fun. We'll be talking about that on the next episode in two weeks. But as always, take care, be safe, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>